0: Hello and welcome to Super Insider, Australian Retirement Trust podcast series on the economy, investments and all things impacting your superannuation. My name is Anne Fuchs, I'm Head of Advice at Australian Retirement Trust. The team and I help our 2 million plus members make the best possible decisions about their retirement savings. Now, with me today is Brian Parker, our Chief Economist extraordinaire. Before we kick off, I want to acknowledge we're on Turrbal and Yagara country and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging, and hope that you're really excited about this podcast today. We're looking at 2023 and what's in store, whether you're on the commute on the way to work or sitting at home, feed up with a drink in hand, watching Brian Parker. Hello, sir.
1: Thank you very much, Anne. Good to be with you again. Happy 2023.
0: Happy 2023. And you look so relaxed. I know you didn't have much of a break but I wonder did you have a facelift and a tummy tuck and you got all sort of kind of
1: beautiful for 2023? I didn't actually I didn't I had a very rough Christmas but maybe not as rough rough as usual so. A rough
0: Christmas? Yes
1: it was a fairly intense Christmas but it was uh, it was fun.
0: But happy rough? Oh yeah happy
1: rough absolutely (laughs) you know just means that I, I, you know, if I'm actually looking better than normal, that's even better in seasonally adjusted terms. Well,
0: maybe sort what... of indulging on some um, good quality food and wine suits you. Every
1: chance it does.
0: Now, before we begin and look at what was and what is coming towards us in terms of the economy, we have to make sure we meet our regulatory obligations and keep our little gold star with the compliance
1: team. Absolutely. As I always say, this is their favourite part of the whole podcast. So before we start, we need to let everybody know that uh, what we're going to cover today is just general information only any advice doesn't take into account your personal situation. You should consider your circumstances and think about getting personal advice before acting on anything we talk about here. Uh, you can also get a copy of our product disclosure statement from our website or by calling us on 13 if you have a super savings account, or if you're a Q super account holder, you can call us on 1300 360
0: 750. Hip hip hooray, that's done. Indeed. So 2022, I didn't love 2022 there was just it didn't pay to turn on the news it just kind of was scary
1: it was indeed and, and for financial markets it was certainly a wild old ride yeah. um so it was a really really challenging time for markets um, and certainly a, a really worrying time for many of our members. Uh, whenever you see markets do what markets did in 2022, it's perfectly, it's really understandable why members can get stressed, especially those members who are approaching retirement or in retirement.
0: Yeah, and people thinking about where does this all end? What does China do? Like if there's lots of people just, you know, particularly worried. So how did we finish up in terms of performance? I know there's been a lot mm. in the press about superannuation performance because all of the results have just been published. Where did, where did we sit in all of this?
1: Well, it's probably worth taking a step back and looking at what markets themselves actually did. Um, So it was especially challenging in 2022 because both share markets and bond markets were sharply negative. Mm. Uh, And that's, um, so in other words, um, in the traditional asset classes we invest in, there was really nowhere to hide. Um, So bonds and shares both did badly. Conditions were very volatile though. So just to give you a guide, I mean, the December quarter was actually a positive quarter uh, where shares and bonds actually did reasonably well, where you actually had a recovery but that's despite the fact that the month of December was was sharply negative. So it just goes to show that it's you know you're getting a lot of volatility. Month it's to like month. being
0: on a roller coaster. where you really need to have that. You know. Yeah, you're really in the
1: safety harness. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, now, in terms of performance, uh, the typical superannuation fund had a negative year, mm. uh, a positive December quarter, um, but a negative year. And certainly, uh, we weren't immune to that. Mm. Uh, and so, for um, for the range of diversified options that our members invest in, uh, returns were likely to be to be negative over the year. Um but the good news, I suppose, is that um, our performance tended to hold up remarkably well. Mm. And a big part of the reason for that is our holdings of alternative asset classes. So this is the key unlisted asset classes like infrastructure investments and property investments and private equity and private credit investments. Now, those assets are not immune to the kind of environment we've seen, and you certainly have seen those assets being affected by what's been happening in the world, but they have held their value um, to a much greater extent than shares and bond markets. So um, in a relative sense, our performance has held up quite well because of those assets.
0: And we always have to remember, if you think, you know, investment performance is really is about looking in the rearview mirror. And I guess which is what today is about is that I know I'll never ask you to look in a crystal ball, but we are starting. It's twenty twenty three, and people do wonder how does the war on Ukraine end? What does this mean for us? Things do seem to be improving in from an Australian sense with our relations with China. But what is your view of the economic climate that we're heading into? Because certainly last year, the Treasurer was really trying to hose down expectations.
1: Yeah, and he was right to do that. Uh, I still think 2023 is going to be a a challenging year. Now, as far as financial markets are concerned, share markets certainly have started the year on a pretty positive note. Uh, And given the way we ended 2022, that's been a bit of a surprise. Uh, As far as the economy goes, uh, I still think 2023 is going to be a challenging year. Um, Certainly, there are reasons for optimism. Um, Some of the European numbers have held up uh, much better than certainly I would have thought um, some months ago. Is there any reason
0: why, do you think? I just
1: think it's, I think the Europeans have done perhaps a better job of adapting to the kind of energy price shock that we've seen courtesy of the war in Ukraine. But certainly the European numbers so far are holding up uh, much better than you might have thought a few months ago. The US economy also so far seems to be holding up reasonably well. The Australian economy, um, consumers are still out there spending money, um, despite the fact that the cost of living pressures that we talked about last time are very real and are certainly impacting those um, those Australians, especially on low and middle income um, low and middle incomes. Um, but generally speaking, um, the economy is holding together a lot better than we might have thought a few months ago. This is
0: why I love. I hope our, as many members as possible listen to this because I think sometimes if you just watch the news, uh, you know things that you see what's happening in America and the economy, there is a can be very much of a, a negative or grim sort of story being told, but what I'm hearing from you is there is cause for, well, for a bit of optimism, and dare I say, at the light at the end of the tunnel, or are we not at the light at the end of the tunnel I don't think we're at the light at okay. the end
1: of the tunnel right, yet. Good. I mean, for example, um, no one knows how events in Ukraine are going to pan out. I mean, no one knows um, exactly uh, when and how uh, the war in Ukraine ends, and this is going to remain a source of volatility. Geopolitics more broadly is going to remain a source of volatility, and even though I think there's some reasons for optimism about the economy, it's still going to be a very challenging year. Don't forget, interest rates have risen very, very aggressively. The world World's major central banks, in response to uh, a big surge in inflation, uh, have jacked up interest rates very aggressively. Because I was going to
0: ask you that, about what this means for uh, superannuation returns and in particular the Australian inflationary mm. environment. What should members uh, expect from that?
1: Well, I- ironically, given the fact that we've had a really, really challenging year and you know, share markets have weakened, bond markets have weakened, what that means is that we're actually setting ourselves up for better medium to long-term returns. Uh, and- probably requires a bit more explanation, but if I'm investing in, say, cash and term deposits and in bonds, um, I'm getting better rates today than I was a year ago.
0: Which you are and I am because Correct. we're members of Australian Retirement Trust. Well,
1: and and, and, yeah. and it applies more broadly than yeah. that as well because it just means that the rates I'm getting if I start my investment journey today yeah. are better than they, than they would have been a year ago. The yields on offer are more attractive. And share markets are cheaper than they were a year ago. So, um, you know, we're getting the opportunity to actually acquire assets at cheaper prices. Uh, And, you know, this is ultimately what we pay our investment managers to do and and what our investment team is paid to do is to take advantage of opportunities that present themselves when markets are volatile. Mm -hmm. Um, You get the opportunity to acquire assets at much more attractive prices. And that sort of sets you up for better medium to long-term returns. I
0: know a lot of our older members are really comfortable with the sort of the bonds and the cash and the fixed interest asset class. And I know my sister's mother-in-law, Val, if you're listening, hi Val, uh, she, you know, she logs in all the time to her... G'day Val, thank
1: you very much for your support. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she logs in all the time to the app and is checking <clears> her balance and wanting to understand how it correlates to things like the cash rate. What would you say to Val... Um, about logging in every day and looking at her retirement income account and all of this sort of volatility
1: yeah it's 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 an interesting question. Um, one thing I would say is that if you are um, if you're looking at your balance every day or even every week, that would suggest to me that you're perhaps unduly worried about the way your money's mm. invested. and I'm just wondering whether val, I think it'd be an opportunity for Bella to maybe get some advice about how she's invested because if, you, if you're so worried about what's happening in markets that you're checking it every day, um, maybe you need to sort of think about how much risk you're taking and how much risk you're actually comfortable with. Uh, and this is where, you know, we've talked about this on these podcasts before, this is where um, the value of financial advice um, really comes into or, its own.
0: Or, and maybe if you've had financial advice and you're still doing it, maybe just put the iPad away.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, life is too short, um, you know, to, to spend time on the app, um, checking uh, unit prices, checking it day-to-day, week-to-week performance. Um, it's kind of useful to take a step back, especially... And I know the world is a really worrying place. There's a whole litany of things that, we, uh, that we're that worried about. Um, 2022, as you said, was a very, very challenging year. Uh, 2023, even though I think there's potentially a light at the end of the tunnel, um, it's still going to be a challenging time for, for the next little while. Um, but despite that... Um, is looking at the balance every minute of the day going to really change that?
0: No, and I guess you know um, all of our members and you know Val, you pay a, a fee to Australian Retirement Trust and so that we can pay the best of breed investment professionals to do the worrying on on your behalf as members and I guess to make the best possible decision. So I guess that leads me to, so what are we doing about all of this? What do we do to mitigate that risk and and optimise people's uh, retirement savings because they're so precious?
1: Oh, look, absolutely. And I think the key thing is diversification. Um, We ultimately get paid to build well-diversified portfolios that are designed to deliver medium to long term returns. Um, And in doing so, um, we're not trying to pick where markets are going in the next month or the next six months. We don't believe anyone can do that in any reliable way. What we can do, though, is to build diversified portfolios that are going to meet the investment objectives that we communicate to members in our product disclosure statement, Mm. but also during volatile market conditions, be prepared to take advantage of opportunities that come our way. And we've certainly done that um, that we' you know, we have been able to buy into share markets, for example, uh, on on weakness, take advantage of weaker share prices, to buy shares at a cheap price, um to um, buy into bond markets when yields rise. Uh, because the future returns are going to be better. Um, but also, uh, we're also looking for opportunities in the alternative assets base. Are we finding opportunities in property and in infrastructure and in private equity, opportunities to acquire assets at good prices? Yes, we are. Um, and these are the kind of assets that we, we think really help um, deliver those longer term returns for members.
0: Is it worthwhile just reminding our listeners about at this time of year, because probably a lot of our members might have visited one of these assets that, um, you know, generate this sort of diversification and manage the volatility being something to do with a caravan park well, look, it, you where know, people for might those, have been over
1: Christmas, New Year. Well, firstly, um, uh, if any of our members that actually uh, flew through um, either Brisbane or Sydney uh, airports or Gold Coast Airport, thank you very much. You know, these are assets um, that, um, you know, Deliver very, very good returns for our members, and you might uh, airports are an interesting one because obviously, d- how did those assets fare during COVID? Uh, not well, but we're seeing uh, quite a decent recovery in in air uh, in passenger. Yeah, I was out there; just through. took
0: the girls to Sydney to visit godmother up after New Year's, and it, Sydney Airport and Brisbane Airport were packed. Absolutely,
1: you're seeing a good recovery in uh, in passenger numbers, and and certainly our members are benefiting from that recovery. Yeah. Um, so you know we invest in a range of these assets around Australia and around the world um, that are designed. To actually deliver the sort of nice, high, real returns uh, that we need, that our members need to retire on. But also the good thing about these assets is that they tend to help cushion the blow during uh, difficult financial market conditions. As I said in the intro, um, you know, some of our assets in property and in infrastructure and in private equity, have they been impacted by the market turmoil of the last year? Yes, they have. But they have held their value to a much greater extent than share markets and bond markets over the year. And in a way, the way I describe it is that having a significant exposure to these assets, and this applies for both our super savings members and our Q super members. they help smooth the ride. It just means that our members are not as exposed to that volatility you read about in and the paper and, every other and day.
0: And also too, obviously, we are then changing the asset mix. The older you get, the closer you get towards retirement to help mitigate that risk too.
1: Absolutely. So for those members in our in our default options, um, as you approach and then enter retirement, uh, we gradually reduce your exposure um, to market risk. In particular, reduce your exposure to the volatility of share markets. Because one thing we don't want to see Uh, is we don't want to have our members' retirement plans ruined by a stock market crash um, the month they decide to retire or, or when they enter retirement.
0: Okay, so finishing up, no genie in a bottle, no predictions, even though I so want to.
1: I know you do. We're going to finish sort of, on a high oh. And I basically raise, raise the bat every time. Yeah, I know. You to, to just keep tell me
0: to buzz off. That's fine. Not
1: polite, but I do it politely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Good. So uh, the final message for listeners today, if they're sitting on the train on the way to work or on their sofa about what 2023, mean, 2023 means to their retirement savings, what's your, I guess, your one message?
1: Oh, can I make it several? Oh,
0: of course, Brian, uh, whatever you want, just whatever message. you Look, want. At the,
1: end of the day, if you are worried about what's happening in markets and how that's impacting mm-hmm. your superannuation, mm-hmm. especially if you're approaching um, retirement or you're in retirement, please, please, please pick up the phone and get some financial advice. We are more than happy to help. Or if so, you have
0: your own advisor, talk to them. Or if you them. have your
1: own advisor, please call them and get some advice mm. uh, to make sure the investments that you're in actually suit you, suit your stage of life, suit your appetite for risk. But also to remember that even though the last 12 months has been challenging, superannuation is the longest-term investment any of us will ever have. And the long-term returns from super um, have been very, very solid. And if I look at, for example, the range of diversified investment options that Australian Retirement Trust members are invested in, whether in the public offer division or in our Queensland government division, um, the diversified options where the vast majority of our members have invested in they have met or exceeded their long-term return objectives. Um, And at the end of the day, this is a long-term investment game. Um, And also the final thing I'd say is that even though the world is a very, very challenging place right now, don't forget that every crisis, every downturn, every bear market, every recession comes to an end, bar none. Uh, And the troubles the world is going through right now will be no different.
0: Thank you, Brian. And look, thank you to our listeners. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please Tell your friends about it. Tell your family. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple Pod. The um, what's that thing called on Apple? Isn't that terrible? The Pod, the podcast shop. I sound like an old person because I you am. Do, uh, I am person. a Gen Xer, so yes. Anyway, you know what I mean. Thank you so much, listeners, and we look forward to you joining us again soon. Thank you, Brian.
1: Thanks, Anne.